This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I am Dylan Hafer and it is a Friday, so you know what that means. It is just me. We are going to chat a little bit about this week's episode of Winter House, but before I get into that, let's talk about a pair of articles that have just popped up on page6.com as I am sitting down to record this. Uh, maybe a few hours ago, but w- whatever. It's been a busy day. It's it's Thursday. Uh <laughs> So first of all, uh, I see a little headline that Josh Flag 37 already thinking about marriage with 23-year-old boyfriend. You know, I guess love is love and the heart wants what it wants, and I wish them the best of luck with that. I don't know how I feel about I don't know how I feel about that. It's like the age gap is one thing and 23 is so young and then and they haven't been together that long because Josh Flagg was married before. It's just like, again, best of luck. <laughs> While they're thinking about marriage, uh, Lisa Hochstein and Lenny are obviously thinking about divorce. And we found out in some new legal documents filed by Lenny earlier this month and obtained by Page Six that um, Lisa Hochstein is allegedly, according to this filing, she makes $30,000 per episode of Real Housewives of Miami. This is interesting because th- people love to talk about housewife salaries, but there have not been that many instances where we have actual confirmation of what somebody is getting paid to be on one of these shows. Y- y- you know, there are numbers floating around out there. If you Google it, there's lists, but a lot of those things are not based on any kind of you know, factual documents or anything. You know, it's it's not public knowledge. This isn't like a public school teacher where you can look up their salary, which we used to do. It's, it's you know, we don't really know what these people make. So if Lisa is making $30,000 per episode, just, uh, you know, for those of us that are not mathematically inclined, season four, which was the most recent season, uh, had 14 episodes. So she was making 30000 per. That would come out to $420,000, which not bad. You know, I I think maybe people assume that these housewives get paid more than they actually do. There's not there's not a lot of housewives making a million per season, but four hundred twenty thousand is nothing to turn your nose up at. And basically, Lenny is arguing that in this divorce proceeding, that Lisa earns uh, quote significant income as a television star and personality. Of course, this is all probably going into them arguing about how much money he's going to have to give her as part of the divorce. But the one thing about this filing that I see that is a little strange is that they are arguing that Lisa has earned upward of $30,000 per episode, blah, 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 a reality show which she has starred in since 2012 and continues to appear in through the date of this filing. 
Mm, I feel like we need a little bit of a fact check on that because yes, she started to appear on it in 2012, but then in 2013 it was canceled and she did not appear in it again for like eight years. So it's not like she's been on this show for since 2012. That's a little bit fake. But I mean, obviously she is on the show now. She clearly is getting paid pretty well. So I don't really know what to think about that. But it it is interesting to know that um, this is being brought into the legal arguments about, you know, alimony, divorce settlement, child support, who knows. But clearly Lenny is uh, trying to hang on to the money. And (laughs) are we surprised? No, we are not. (sighs) let's talk about Winter House. I gotta be honest, I thought this episode was kind of boring. The first two, the first two weeks, it was kind of bringing it for me. I, I was, you know, down to clown with this new group. Obviously, I had some strong feelings about Craig. The whole Luke Craig thing was interesting. This week, I'm a little bit like, you're all just laying in bed? Really? Okay, skiing? Sure. Okay, you're going to a bar with a workout. That feels lame. I don't know. I mean, I know that the point of Winter House is not necessarily for it to be the most exciting show. Actually, that sounds like it is the point. Maybe the point, <laughs> maybe they're just not doing a very good job with the intended point. I don't, I don't really know. But this episode, whatever, it was, it was kind of lukewarm for me. Lukewarm. <laughs> uh, so it starts where we left off. Luke leaves. Um, Craig is like wandering around the house angrily. Paige is telling him that nobody thinks he's wrong. It's just his delivery. He doesn't want to listen. Craig is, you know, in his little, you know, mental bubble. No use trying to talk to him, really. We find out the next morning Luke has gone to a hotel. Kyle texts him. Meanwhile, Rachel in her room is crying over an episode of Euphoria, which I find deeply relatable. Craig is still like wandering around the house saying he's going to kill Luke if he ever talks to Paige again. That feels productive, I guess. And then, you know, as as we have our little ski day that most of the boys go out on, the women are back home and they're talking about Austin, who has not appeared yet. But obviously, everybody's kind of wondering what the vibe is going to be like between Austin and Sierra. Sierra's like, yeah, I mean, it could be awkward, but as long as he doesn't <laughs> act the way he did in the Hamptons, then we should be okay. It's funny how they're all trying to figure out what his relationship situation is. If you listen to the interview I did with Austin and Craig uh, a couple weeks ago, last week, I don't know, time is all running together. It is kind of funny seeing these people on multiple shows a year now, keeping track of what's happening when in the grand scheme of things. And just as a little kind of refresher, I guess, they were filming this season of Winter House shortly-ish after the recent season of summer of summer. God, I can't even keep it straight in my head. Shortly after Southern charm had filmed. And this was of course the season where Austin and Olivia were sort of a thing, sort of not on and off who could really tell. So now they're at the winter house and these girls are like, I think he, I think he's dating someone, seeing someone. I don't know if it's official. I don't know if it's exclusive. I don't really know anything. And the thing is, Neither does Austin. Because when he finally arrives, they're asking him about this. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm seeing someone. Uh, uh, Olivia's a great girl. But like, she's not my girlfriend. But I'm dating her. But he can't really really answer the question of whether they're exclusive. It's like a little bit of like stammering. The thing is, with this 
winter house trip, I'm like, who realistically in the house is Austin even trying to hook up with? Obviously, Sierra is a whole a whole thing that he just shouldn't go near. Not not worth it. Not productive. Let's just be done with it. So the only real choices would be like Jessica and Rachel. God, he's going to try to hook up with Jessica. That's <laughs> realistically that's what's going to happen because we've, you know, we've figured out that Jessica's not interested in Luke. Uh Corey is definitely trying to shoot his shot a little bit, but you know, she can't even remember his name. She keeps calling him Craig. I hate that I've just put two and two together that likely Jessica and Austin are going to hook up. God, why can't we have nice things ever? I guess we do have nice things because I do like the little, uh, you know, flirtationship blossoming between Rachel and Jason. I feel like that's what both of them deserve. You know, Jason had a nice little thing going with Lindsay for a hot second last year, but obviously that didn't go anywhere. That's a whole thing. I feel like Jason is such a nice guy and it, I like that Rachel is into him and doesn't really, neither of them seem to be in the mood to play games too much. They're they're taking it a little bit slow to figure out kind of what page they're on together, which after seeing what went down between Luke and Jessica, maybe giving it an extra, I say taking it slow, it's like day three, but maybe giving it like a little extra breathing room to just make sure that both of you are equally into the scenario is uh, the astute thing to do. And, you know, I think they're cute together. They're eating, they're eating breakfast. They're talking, they're getting to know each other. I like them. I like their vibe. I'm into that. If one good thing comes out of this season of Winter House, that could be a good candidate for that one good thing. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honeylove. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. 
Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin in orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Luke does finally come back to the house. Jessica sits down with him and she's like, okay, I'm going to explain how it went down and why I felt uncomfortable and what you did. And Luke is like, okay, great. Then I'll explain my, and she's like, no, 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 no. This isn't a conversation. This is a, a statement that I'm going to make to you. And then we're going to go about our lives. And I I respect this approach from Jessica because I think sometimes when you are in a situation where there has been a misunderstanding or a miscommunication, whether, you know, regardless of what kind of level it was at, Sometimes when you explain to somebody what they did to make you feel uncomfortable or what they did wrong, you get into this awkward territory of the other piece of the other person just feeling so bad and apologizing to you 50 times and, you know, kind of this self-pity thing of, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I can't believe I upset you. I didn't mean to do that. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And that's not productive. The actual the actual way to move forward, I've said productive like seven times this episode. I'm sorry. The way to move forward is to understand what you did wrong, to acknowledge it, to to own it, baby, and then to move forward in a way of changing your behavior and showing off through your actions that you understand and acknowledge and respect what you did wrong the first time. And so I, I liked the boundary that Jessica put up And I appreciated that Luke really seemed to respect it. He took in what she had to say. He said, got it, understood. I'm sorry. Let's move forward. Let's try to build a friendship. And there didn't need to be a whole, you know, heart to heart conversation where he starts crying and is like, oh my God, I can't believe I made you feel uncomfortable. Blah, 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 blah. If he's really sorry and he really wants to change, he will do so. And he will show Jessica rather than tell her that he means business. And I appreciate that. You know, Luke is not always my favorite person. I'm not always Luke's biggest fan. But in in general, I think he is more of a nice guy than a not nice guy. And so I, it was nice to see that he could take in this feedback, go cool off for a day, come back to the house, listen to Jessica, take the feedback, and hopefully move forward in a better direction. Now... <laughs> Jessica had such a great conversation with uh, Luke. And then on the flip side, we still have Craig, who is uh, mad at Luke after, you know, flipping him out, flipping out and basically kicking him out of the house, more or less. And Craig at first is like, well, I don't think I want to talk to, I don't think I want to talk to him because like, why would I want to talk to him? Uh, I don't know. Like, I just, I just don't feel like I should have to do that. But then even Austin is like, dude, come on. You, you were the one that blew up at him. He's coming back to the house. You need to, you can't just like act like it doesn't exist. You can't act like this dynamic is just normal. And Craig is like, well, being the bigger person is not my strong suit, uh, but I'm going to put on this hockey jersey and I'm going to go down to the ice 
And I'm going to, I'm going to give Luke this whole spiel about how I love him. And we had such a great time at the 4th of July and that's where I'm wearing the hockey jersey. And why can't we go back to just being Craig and Luke? The way these men talk about their friendships with each other, like Craig and Luke, Craig and Austin, Kyle and Carl, like all of these different like male, straight male friendships on Bravo. It's like, this is hell to me. (laughs) Like two men standing on a frozen pond in hockey jerseys, like reminiscing about the 4th of July in Minnesota and how they just want to go back to being Craig and Luke. I'm like, oh my God, I... (laughs) I got to go. Like, I can't do this anymore. I can't take this seriously. It's just, oh, it sends a, sends a chill down my spine. I just can't with this. <laughs> but we finish off at Austin's Saints and Sinners party, dinner, whatever this is. It doesn't really seem to be an event aside from Austin wearing a cardinal costume. I was going to say Pope costume, but I think it's like a cardinal, a bishop priest Catholicism costume. Um, But so he's having a saints and sinners event and basically he wants them to all go around the table and repent. And you know, I love a dinner party, messy game on Bravo. Nothing will ever top uh, Marisol on the Hamptons trip on Miami last year. when she's like, go around the table and say who you trust the least. (laughs) Austin can't come close to that, but um, repenting, I guess is a good place to start. And he certainly has a lot to repent for. He apologizes to Amanda for, uh, quote, having words with her last winter. She accepts. He apologizes to Paige for shutting the door in her face uh, over the summer on Summer House. She accepts. He uh, moves to apologize to Austin, and Austin says, and Craig says Austin can skip right over him. Not in the mood. Noted. Um, And then he moves to Sierra, and acknowledges that he is fucked up. The editors show us the clip of him making out with Lindsay on Summer House last season. He does not explicitly say that's what he's apologizing for. I feel like there are several many things that Austin could be apologizing to Sierra about. And of course, we get a cliffhanger right as he asks if he's forgiven. This is one of those things where it's like, I feel like she's going to say she forgives him and the editors are just trying to... um milk any situation for a to-be-continued opportunity. I just think Sierra is like, she might not like Austin that much, but I don't think she actually wants to keep having drama with him. I think Sierra wants to have a fun time. I think she sort of wants to get with Corey, but she says she has a bad taste in her, her mouth about him for some reason. And girl, trust those instincts. Run for the hills. You don't want this piece of man this piece of meat. Get away from him. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. (sighs) Well, that's all she wrote for this episode of Winter House. I will be back next week with another one. In the meantime, thanks so much for listening. Have a great weekend. Have a happy Halloween. If you're wearing a Bravo Halloween costume, uh, send me a photo or tag me in a photo um, on Bravo by Betches, and maybe I'll do a little roundup of the best uh, Bravo Halloween costumes, because I do love to see those. Uh, but yes, thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time... Be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Picot, and Rebecca Sousmacat. 
Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.